And Georgia so. I want to see. I want to see too. The Triforce, of course. Well, I mean, 75 kids does take up a lot of your time. He got all murdery. That wasn't my Batman. That's a Batman that has a liquor problem. <laughs> the Witcher in Nike Air Pumps. That might be the title of the podcast. He yeah. was like, Same to me. okay, I'm going out for cigarettes. Take care of your mother. And then he left. <laughs> there we are. Welcome, gang. This is the Perjangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation of... The Triforce, of course. This is the Triforce Podcast. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man, and to my left is Stephen Bucarell, Big Brother. We also have in the quarantine box one Catalina, Catalina Thermoscara, Catco Google, and Christopher Bristow, the old man. And uh, we are expecting a possible uh, entry from Teddy School's Mellow Yellow in this one. We'll hop, maybe this one, maybe the next one. We'll definitely have to get them. Uh, but we also uh, we gather here every week to talk about the geek culture and nerdy news. We want you to go over here to pjnwh.com where you'll find all of the funniest moments from this and every podcast right here at the top. You'll also find all of our podcasts right here and latest updates with yesterday's Lug Nuts Drippy Ice Cream Corner Lights, as well as last week's Triforce podcast, Discless PlayStation Taco. And our our titles just keep getting better and better, old man. I love our titles. I am so glad we have them. <laughs> Absolutely. So we are going over here on uh, every week, and we talk about what's going on tonight. One Piece Five O. Obi Wan reuses Mando's stuff. We've been cyberpunked again. Miles is short. And Lost in Tim Burton and more on the Triforce podcast. So we'll start off here in the anime section of the nerdy news. I always try to have some stuff out here, but we have Log Horizon. If you have not had the pleasure, this is an absolute gift to any video game fan. Uh, It's right in the line of Sword Art Online, Overlord, Rise of the Shield Hero. Essentially, about 30,000 Japanese MMORPG players from Elder Tales. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what they're going with. It's different from Elder Scrolls, which you'll find on Let's Play With Your Pajangers this Saturday night. But this MMO is going off of Elder Tales, where players are stuck in the virtual world, and after an update, and following a socially awkward Shiro, they have to navigate this world and work together. So, this is... I like this version of a game anime a lot better than Sword Art Online, which has rapey characters. Well, one rapey character. Which is enough. Uh, Overlord, which really lost me in the second season. Rise of the Anything Shield Hero. Anything more than 0.5 is enough. Yes. And Rise of the Shield Hero was, had a solid first season. That was the first newer anime in this genre that really made me feel the same way that I did when I watched Log Horizon. Now we're getting another Log Horizon, as well as uh, Future Avengers. We're getting that in 2021. So there's a lot of really great anime coming out there, as well as our next story. Confirmed Black Clover is coming back in July. July 7th, we're going to see episode 133. Old man, have you finally gotten the chance to watch Black Clover? 
No, I haven't been able to do anything with um, the bunch of stuff I'm doing for work and, you know, of course, the family. That kind of takes precedence of my personal time. Well, I mean, 75 kids does take up a lot of your time. Yeah. Yeah. That would. Yeah. That would. <laughs> yeah. But Black Clover is streaming on Crunchyroll and Funimation, and, of course, you can find it in uh, other dingy places online. But like I'm really lemons. impressed with this one. Yeah, I'm really impressed with Black Clover. It got shit on in the beginning because it was just a slow start, but it was the slow start to a big build. And that's really where they kind of left off with the COVID. So I've been really just chomping at the bit to get back into the story of Black Clover, especially since with the expansion of the... They gave us a new arc that's not in the anime, so they gave the writers a gap... They still have that gap, so there's still plenty of time for this anime to keep going on great. And I was enjoying the arc as it was going on with episode uh, 132. So July 7th, you'll be able to get back into the world of Black Clover. One world that you may or may not want to get back into is uh, One Piece, because Netflix is going to be doing the uh, old live-action adaptation of this show. Of course, uh, One Piece, one of the longest-running anime to date. It is 800-and-some-fifty episodes strong. and that's, they, that's a lot of episodes. They keep going. That takes, that takes serious commitment. And it's good, man. I watched One Piece up to like 500-and-something, man. I love this. to even invest into 200 episodes, let alone 900. It is, but also with me, it was like, all right, I knew there were certain hurdles as an anime fan to where you have to, if you're a, if you want to get deeper into it, there's certain volumes to where you think you can binge something. Tell me you've watched One Piece. Ultimate Walldranger, Corey Vance, has binged One Piece up to the current episode at least three times. And... That's subtitled through at least a good majority of it because the the actual English dub isn't up to eight hundred yet. So well, I have to dedication. I have to ask what what does he do for work? I don't know. But if you're a fan of the One Piece franchise, that's what you're going to be getting into, man. You have, to, I mean, you don't have to, but you're going to enjoy the story and. I, Wholeheartedly, I love the story of Monkey D. Luffy, and I think everybody will in live action. One person that you may not think of when you think of the live action is Sh- Christopher Sean from Hawaii Five O, and recently he vo- he was a voice actor on Star Wars Resistance, and uh, he is going to be uh, one of the quote unquote big stars that they're trying to pull for this live-action adaptation of One Piece. So, fans are speculating that maybe he's going to be Roran or Zoro. Are you familiar with uh, Christopher Sean? I am not. No idea. I actually looked him up earlier. Um, here we see... Boom! We'll grab the images. He was on Hawaii Five O. Here we see, find him right here. As well as Days and a bunch of other stuff. So Never they're saying him, him for Raranora Zoro. Mm-hmm. Which, 
it's not whitewashed. I don't find any problem with it. You're getting an ethnic character to play an ethnic character in the One Piece area. You know, Asian culture is very multi-diverse, not black people, but very diverse. They're very racist. But you see a lot of different ethnicities in the anime, especially One Piece, because the entire world is practically covered in, in uh, uh, you know, water. So we'll have to see if that actually is his role in that. But Roran Zoro is a master swordsman who, he is so good, he fights with the three sword style. How do you use three swords with two hands? He holds one in his teeth. That's All right. I like he, to be his dentist. And Those he is. Bills have got to be great. He's Man, a, I should have went to dentistry school. He's a master at the three sword style, too. And all of his swords are cursed. So but he's got I think teeth. I think the dentist would be scared between him and Baraka. We got a we got a fight going on. Look, you can't really bring logic into the world of One Piece. You just have to embrace the ridiculousness. It's one of those shows. Check your mind at the door. Believe me, you're not going to need it. You eat the gum gum fruit. You get amazing powers. However, can't swim. You sink to the bottom like a rock. That's the kind of world you're walking into. The world I want to walk into is this one right here with Zack Snyder. We actually got a look here at the... First look at Dark Side. We see here Dark Side in a intricate little uh, painting, as well as a new look at him and Dark Side with coming in only on HBO Max. If that didn't blow out your eardrums, so fuck Twitter. But the big thing to pull in here is that Zack Snyder. The first look, it is it, it that wasn't a collarbone. It definitely was a staff. That was yeah. definitely okay. a staff. So we did determine that from this little snippet. But, I mean, especially with that little portrait of Dark Side, I mean, I really think, even right here, we've, you know, you see all the parademons coming in on Apocalypse. It really gives me hope for the Snyder Cut. You know, um, it's releasing 2021. Jason Momoa dropped this on Twitter as not as well as a lot of people did. But the real big thing that I saw from Jason Momoa is he posted, the best part about being Aquaman is that Zack Snyder created me. So I get to see all the awesome shit before anyone. And that's what he shared with this video. So you gotta you gotta appreciate Jason Momoa there. All right. I guess, yes. I mean, at least he's a little. Giving, bit he's giving credit to credit too, because without without Zack Snyder, you mm-hmm. know, is it likely that he would be Aquaman? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we we will never know. Like with Zack Snyder helming it initially, so uh, mm-hmm. late on, developing guys. story on this yes. one. But the Flash movie may have a different Batman than people thought. Everybody were really pining for Jeffrey Dean Morgan, including myself, for the uh, new you know, Batman. Thomas Wayne version of Batman, but they may have a different idea that you may got you guys may like. Uh, Colin Cochran, I watched it all the way up to the Punk Hazard Arc. Talking about One Piece. Excellent, man. Thank you, Colin. I really... One Piece is definitely one that you want to look out for, especially like this story. Michael Keaton is in talks to play Batman again. That would be so awesome. I think everyone yes. remembers when they first saw that uh, 
in that first Batman when he comes down. Who are you? I'm Batman. Uh, that was the greatest trailer ever. I was sold right there. 100%. <laughs> the best nerd boner you ever got in your life was Michael Keaton saying, I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. It, that, that was amazing. That now, was it. we may have an, a, a way to bring Michael Keaton into the DC Extended Universe with Flashpoint. And maybe Ooh. even get a Batman Beyond movie. Now here's yeah. I love the A lot of people are speculating, man. Now this is the the story. This is how I understand it. They want him for DC films in a role comparative to one filled by Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What does that mean for Batman when we're looking at Flashpoint? We all know what happens during Flashpoint. Flashpoint. Flash goes back, saves his mother against reverse flash killing her fucks up the timeline Amazonians and Wakandans fighting against each other mass hysteria no it was uh, Amazonians and Atlanteans so civil huge civil war where would I don't really I know I would love the nostalgia of him being Thomas Wayne but if they're talking about him being a Nick Fury role how would that work with Thomas Wayne he would have to be Batman but maybe in it's different wobbly, alternative timelines. It might be timey-wimey. Yeah. There you go. Um, I could see them actually merging the TV uh, DC Titans universe with this just for like a w- offshoot and then branching off. Well, they've already merged once. Why not again? I mean, if they're going to keep the him... Formula. If they're going to keep him in the film realm, they could do... I mean... If you use them for this, I just... If you're trying to establish a universe, then you have to roll with it. You know? You have to roll with it. So then Michael yeah, Keaton... Then we get an old Batman. Where's your starting point, though? That, where's your starting point, though? Do you go back and retcon you know, Keaton and then you know his, his arc? Or do you start it anew? Look how they retconned Kevin Conroy in Crisis on Infinite Earths, man. He got all murdery. That wasn't my Batman. That's a Batman that has a liquor problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I I'll still appreciated him in that role. I wouldn't mind seeing that. But if you're looking for Nick Fury, Nick Fury doesn't do crack. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you gotta. How are we going Come to on. bring Thomas Wayne in? It along with that, unless it's they're taking the story differently, which I would also appreciate. If no, right. no, Nick, Nick Fury is the new spokesman for for uh, for the Sarah because you know he's going to be pancakes, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll roll with that one, and we'll also roll on to the next story, which is also a little bit of hope. Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's streaming that's coming up soon. Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the Disney Plus show, will actually borrow tech from The Mandalorian. I mean, if you got the set lying around and you're not doing anything with it, I mean... We already saw... A lot of the technology in that Mandalorian episode of uh, the gallery, and that set is amazing. You have the LED wall, the graphics. Uh, they're using a graphics engine to make that realm just so that you can shoot it right in there. And in this article, Ewan McGregor actually says how um, 
like he actually says how excited he is. He says the prequels were all blue screen and green screen. It was hard to imagine, but nowadays I think it's I think things have moved on so much, and I think a lot of what you see is going to be what is on set, and that is exactly what we saw in the Mandalorian, and that just makes it even better. All right. Okay. So. We'll have to see how Obi-Wan, use if they use like the VR technology, especially for a lot of the scenes that were the CG. They used well, they that. said a lot of that was helpful to have everything all spelled out. So they're going to do it that way, except replace that story and put him in, and we'll all love it very much. Absolutely. We can all thank the Empire. Cue copyright music here. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that's coming back, and it's not Nike Air Pumps. It's very nice here. It's The Witcher. The Witcher Season 2 has wait, wait. set. He's actually going to be sporting them on his feet this season. No way. I didn't hear that news. <laughs> the Witcher in Nike Air Pumps? That might be the title of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Witcher so ne- Pumps. It is official. In the animated Hercules when they had his sneakers on. Yes. Oh my god, yes. But it is official that The Witcher is now COVID-free. They're going to be starting up uh, this uh, production August 17th. And uh, they try to post it like a Jasker song, but I'm dusting off my loot and quill. I have some news, some mead to spill. After all the months we've been apart, it's time for production to restart. The Witcher and his bard, who's flawless, will reunite on set 17th August. When did that 311 song come out? I don't know. Why would you ask me? You're the supercomputer. If only one of us had the internet. (laughs) My phone's dead, so I can't. Yeah, I already uh, looked up the who's a what's it. We'll have to uh, move on. Unfortunately, but Witcher, I'm really excited for. I'm really happy to see those guys, especially uh, Henry Cavill getting back on that amazing series, especially since it's going to be one timeline. And I tell you, one thing that is on our timeline is... Super Bowl? Yeah, man. The World Techno Super Bowl, Chris. Do you know anything about this? So, I recently was added to this group to kind of like, you know, if you're a fan of the old uh, Nintendo NES Super Tecmo uh, Super Bowl days, um, the game is still amazing. Play on all emulators. Uh, but this group uh, in itself holds tournaments, um, you know, every month or every couple of months. And I told them I would give them a shout out. Absolutely, man. So we want you guys to go over to War- World Tecmo Association, and we want you to check them out because it's a classic NES game that a lot of people have a lot of feeling for. Oh, it's still holding tried and true, and they do updated uh, they do updated rosters as well. So it's it's pretty cool to see what cool. they're doing. Excellent, excellent. Like my ultimate pet peeve of sports games, this proves me right. All you need to do is in update update the roster. You don't need to play the same the updated game. You don't need to buy goddamn Madden twenty twenty four. Just play world. Just play Techno Super Bowl with these guys with the updated roster. There you go. You'll have fun. We're having fun. So we'll go on to the next story. So angry. 
<laughs> you can tell. You can tell someone got sacked a lot of QB equals one. <laughs> I think. I think we have a clip. <laughs> but I tell you what, we won't have is uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Uh, it's being delayed yet again. You know again. What? Take yeah, your man. time. Get it right. Don't fuck this one up. Well, apparently this delay comes with a lengthy letter, which oh, we will display here. That's always good when they have to send you a letter. Oh, great. Oh. So, Cyberpunk pretty much says CD Projekt Red provided an explanation to fans. Part of the delay announcement was an apology asking for fans to be patient. Yeah, because they're always really good with that. And understanding. Yeah, so understanding. Just look at the two They have no problem waiting till 2077 to get Cyberpunk 2077. (laughs) (laughs) But just look at the two human fans, man. Two human fans waited ten years, and man, weren't they happy? No. No. Oh, no. I'm sorry. No, they weren't. Were they? No. Were the, uh, what was that stupid? Right. Uh, right. Did it. That was the that was the uh, the Viking lore one that did horribly. But uh, I mean, it was the technology that you know ripped off a Norse mythology. There was just or the it was, really bad. Uh, what was it? Uh, Duke it took, Nukem game yeah, that took well, 25 yeah. years to make, or whatever the hell they were doing over there. Now apparently, they're requiring the additional time for balancing game mechanics and fixing bugs. It's uh, finished in both content and gameplay-wise, which shows some how massive Night City is, while others are still left worried in this, to where I kind of want to take a poll here for Cyberpunk. We've all been hearing about it. We've been talking about it for a while. I'm really excited to get it in here. Now, they're also saying that they are going to be releasing a version out to the press so they can get their hands on it in between now and then so we can see some more stuff from the game. But where are we sitting with this? Do you see this as a red flag, or do you see this as them just putting in the time for customer service? So start off with old man. I I see this as people working at home, and then they try to take it back to the office and plug it all in, and they're like, the pieces don't line up. Look at that. We we really, we're going to need some time on this. That that may be it. That's not truly how work from home works. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) That's my theory, and I'm going with it. You remote into a server that is discs, not at right? your house. <laughs> you grab the floppy. You have you a stack of like forty-seven of them, and you got it, and then take it out. Hang it on, let, let me get my punch cards little... for like the old computers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it may be a little bit different from that now. It may be. No, they so, may have CDs. So yes. With, with, yes. with the date for September seventeenth and November nineteenth, it's two months. Plus, it's going to be so late in the cycle that. Um, it's going to be close on Xbox, the you know Xbox Series X and PS5 at that time. So whether you play it on this gen or next gen, it doesn't matter. You're still going to get a phenomenal game plus Keanu Reeves. So you're not so going to get the awesome anyway. punk, punk card, punch card version. No, but you're going to get Keanu Reeves. But yeah, but you can get the silver hand. Y'all have a computer. The size if of your you house. pre-order now, maybe they will give you a punch card in the shape of Keanu Reeves. Only but if it comes it, it doesn't style. matter because. <laughs> well, I mean, they're giving them out. <laughs> Regardless of whether you buy it on this gen or next gen, you're still getting the upgrade free. 
So, okay, yeah, you know, yeah. you buy it on, you buy it on this parent chain, you can upgrade. Yeah. Now, that's the one thing that I did see is that the um, the articles are speculating. Oh well, maybe the, since they're uh, pushing this back from September seventeenth to November nineteenth, maybe that means they're going to release the next gen. You don't necessarily need it to because both of them have crossplay or uh, backwards compatibility, rather. Or they're supposed Say that to again. Have backwards compatibility. Instead of worrying about whether they're going to spruce this up for the next gen consoles, since it is delayed from September seventeenth to November nineteenth, it doesn't matter because both of them, the Xbox and the PlayStation, have backwards compatibility. Do you think that it could be because some other long anticipated games have come out with like harsh, harsh reviews from the fans that they've Ooh. decided their game might be similar to what's already been put out, so they need to go back and just make sure that they don't get that same reaction. They just want to put a little spit shine on it. I'm sorry, was that a cough there, Chris? Was that was that you saying Metacritic is down on Last of Us? What? Yeah, yeah, that what what, what we talked about. But no, I honestly, I really think you're right. I think you're right, Katarina. I really think that that may be the case. Is you know, I mean, they may be overly cautious because they know there's such a spotlight on this game. It's you know, they've brought it up to be this big thing. Next gen consoles are saying no load times, all that. Wait for your next gen release. Focus on the core game, getting everything ironed out. This is the kind of game plan I see them going because they have been flat out honest every delay that they have announced. Said, yeah, we got to work on the bugs, man. Hey, we just need a little bit more time. We're balancing game mechanics. That is what's going to keep you from being a 10, is that you're focusing on game mechanics. And it's not like CG Project Red is hurting for money because they're still riding the wave of The Witcher. So, with that mm-hmm. being said, you know they got enough bank in their in, in, in their in their balance that they're not worried about it. Yeah, they're not worried about it. They they can they can take, take the time the and make months. sure that everything is perfect or as perfect yes. as they can get. Because they they do have a they do have a reputation to stand up against with The Witcher Three. So like with Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I think they want to put out the same quality, so I commend them from actually requesting, you know, pseudo requesting the time of like give us two months to work it out, and 100%. also being as transparent as um, they can be, all things considered. And especially, especially in this time, especially yeah. with the content that they're going to present, it's going to mirror a lot of the issues that are pre- that are in present day. So let them. They might want to throw a couple, like a, a, a whip and a message at you. You know, they have the form. They're entitled to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe there's something problematic in there that they want to remove or change. Um, or, they, or developer could experience something to, of, of this, you know, of this current generation, and they wanted to put that message in there. Who knows? One may never know. But one Until thing. Really. I'll tell you one Can't thing you that we do know. One thing we do know is that uh, the next Batman game title may have been leaked by a website domain. So, apparently, the next Batman game, long-rumored yet unannounced Batman game, 
has been uh, linked to a website domain, and they're saying it's going to be called Batman Gotham Nuts. I'm sorry, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Okay. Gotham is nuts. When you just left it at Batman, I was like, is that really a guess? <laughs> <laughs> no, but get Batman Gotham Knights, and it was discovered by the domain, you're never going to guess it, GothamKnightsGame.com. <laughs> They're being real subtle, you know. <laughs> but as opposed to the other Gotham Knights, Gotham Sorry, Knights. The person that the person that call Gotham Knights game that the initials are, are are John Smith. Yeah. Sorry, but I tell you what, though, man, it really leads to the rumors that they were saying about the next Gotham game be, or Batman game being more of a reboot, focusing more on the extended Bat family. Gotham Knights suggests like a Knights of the Round Table plethora of characters for you to choose from, or in the story mode, switching in between. So we could still see a lot of different kinds of game uh, characters to choose from in a compelling story, to where they also listed yet another domain name in this Batman story. And it may surprise you, because Rocksteady also has the Suicide Squad game domain name linked. Okay. So we're getting not only a Batman game, we're getting a Suicide Squad game. And in this story, they uh, they pretty much say that the Batman... Uh, they're trying to keep going on from that, but the other... Where is it? Here it is. The Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League.com and Suicide Squad Game.com have been registered under Rocksteady. That's a rather specific domain name. Yeah. Yeah, I think someone let the cat out of the bag. But tell me Sorry. you would not buy that. That sounds like um, an amazing premise. I don't know. I, I can't I can't say. I That's can't say. For you, before you even opened your mouth, Chris. <laughs> I, I I'm kind of turned off by the game. Suicide Squad because I want that I want that IP to go with with the debacle of the movies. That they could have done so much better with the movies. I'm kind of turned off with the Suicide Squad, but we know that Batman and and the realm like Gotham and everything else that it presents in video game form is awesome. Yes. You know, with the with the recent iterations of the you know of the Arkham trilogy of the Arkham Knight trilogy. But that's the thing. This, this is, is still Rocksteady. Yeah, it's the same company doing this tackling DC. It's not even like they went from DC to Marvel. It's the same company just tackling different characters. I have faith that they're going to give you a Suicide Squad. You didn't even know you wanted, man. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind. What of if it's like Deadpool kills the Marvel universe? Don't kill the boy's concerned. hope. Let Only him keep his hope. <laughs> he's still young. He's still got hope. Up Let him the, keep it. The DC Enterprises video game studios up for sale potentially, and yeah, and that would include Rocksteady and Nether Realm Studios. So we're talking Batman: Arkham Knight and the DC Universe, and also Mortal Kombat. So. While I say, like, you while also I trust have the Rocksteady DC fandom it? event coming up, though. You have a DC fandom event coming up in August, which is trying to drum up a lot of 
press and publicity for DC. I don't think DC should be counted down and out just yet, even in a game, even in a game aspect. Because yes, somebody else could still take these properties, but if enough fan backing is behind these ideas, recent events have told us that executives are at least saying, "All right, well, what do the fans want?" Yeah, but the, yeah, they're just, just looking at, money. you know, someone from outside is just looking at these studios to potentially absorb the IPs. And DC could be, like, all these events could just be making their stock prices go up so they can actually get purchased. And then the and the two companies that are doing it that are in potential right now is, um, well, actually three, NetEase from China, and then you have Activision and Electronic Arts. All three options, in my opinion, suck. So, uh, well, I, I mean, not, I look, look, look. Let's not go. At. Let's not go down talking our future Chinese masters. Um, I <laughs> think that maybe, maybe you could give them a chance. Look, we're gonna need money again at some point in the future. Yeah, where are we gonna get it? Like, it's not like we're not doing Bob. anything. Not Bob. <laughs> no, but it is, I'm thinking Uncle China might be a good option there. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But we'll have to see if the Suicide Squad comes in kind of fruition. Um, but one thing that Hashtag fans are... Virus. Well, one thing mm-hmm. fans are going to be a little bit pissed about is this uh, Spider-Man game. Because Spider-Man, Miles Morales, where we were praising this last week, um, turns out that it's going to be... Uh, a little bit different than what they originally said. Now, we're going to... Ooh, we can turn off the sound. Good. Um, while Miles Morales is... This Spider-Man game is going to be a standalone game. Like we said, it's going to be more like Uncharted A Lost Legacy. To where it's yeah. not going to be the same actual length of a game that you got from Spider-Man. It's going to be about seven hours. Yeah, but not all not all games have to be, you know. Not all games have to be. They could be a bridging story to get you to like because we're going to be in this transition phase of PS4 to PS5. So yeah. this could be a bridged story while we're waiting for that cross gap. Well, the time and setting was also announced on this, and the time and setting is actually it's going to be winter time, about a year from the events of the first game before Christmas break. There's a war between Energy Corporation and the high-tech criminal army. Ooh, and let me guess. There's a horrible vi- virus called the Perona virus. It, it's actually the Baronavirus. virus. <laughs> See, I didn't uh, get it. No, but it's actually taking place in Miles' hometown of Harlem. Sharona virus? Okay. My, 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 my Sharona. There you go. <laughs> Again, superhero always taking his damn mask off. Leave Look. the mask on. Sorry. It's a common, it's a common thing in superheroism that they take their fucking mask off. Let's maybe, I don't know. Let's research proper ventilation or proper something, you know, breathing like, or something in masks for superheroes so they can keep their damn mask on. Leave the mask on. Now that one deteriorated. I'm not going to no, hold that Spider-Man against Spider-Man in the movie is the worst because he's got that like Tony Stark magic yeah. helmet thing. Like, come on, man. Yeah. He thought of that. Yeah. Uh, d- all right. Anyway, you were talking about something or not. But. Yeah, these are not the droids. PlayStation here. also confirmed Whatever. that while it is going to be a seven-hour game, I would have to imagine that they're going to compensate that for the price. 
or involve some kind of bundle deal with so the PS5 and that game. It's gonna come. It's gonna come out as a DLC on the PS4, and they're gonna remaster it on the PS5, and it's gonna come included on that remaster on the PS5. Well, no, this is gonna be a standalone game for PS5 coming out holiday this year with the console. So that's okay. why I'm saying. We have to think, what are you going to do with that? Are you going to charge me the same price for a regular, you know, for a, a not even a half a game? Yes. Or yes. are you going that to you say, hey, man, this is 20 bucks just to show you, boom, and hey, we'll have some DLC. Because they're I, also I think rumoring if they're, Venom if they're for being Spider-Man 2 still. There's going to be more than one bundle out on the PS5. So yes. if they tie this into a bundle... They might just bundle this with a console just to say, here, here you go. You know, here's the power of the PS5. Well, I'll tell you one game that's not going to be bundled in there. That's going to be this one, which is Horizon Forbidden West. One thing that we did get from it is we got a uh, release window for the game in this new trailer. So... Along with the video, we got the details about the game as well, is that there's, like many PS5 titles, there's virtually no loading screens. Uh, whether it be checkpoints, after deaths, fast traveling, instantaneous, much bigger map, and new machines, new tribes, some hostile, some friendly. And uh, the end of the video, it shows the up a uh, release window of 2021, and... Uh, could be the front half, could be the back half, no specific date mentioned, but like I said, this is a title that I've been wanting to get into, and uh, especially with this second game, with just the initial stuff that we've seen from it, I think that this is going to be one of those kind of classic PlayStation titles. It's definitely going to be, be grow into a bigger series uh, now that, you know, it. it with the power and potential of the PS5, so I hope. Well, especially with Last of Us being shit on for the story, I hope that these guys realize, like, oh, we can't phone it in. We yeah. have to hit home with every PlayStation exclusive if we're going to keep this, you know, country sure. country club vibe. You know, we got to swing for the fences like Babe Ruth every time. Because I don't uh, care how graphics, many crocodiles you throw at me. The graphics alone aren't going to sell yeah. me if your game sucks. Like, give exactly. me something the story behind on this one, shoot the em The story up. on this one follows, definitely follows the cadence of, of a Sony interactive uh, yeah. you know, uh, studio. So, like, you know, it has, it has moments. It has, you know, it has, like, hit you in the feels moments. But it also makes you, like, you know, you can do this just the story. But it also... You know, like nudges you along to want to complete it 100 percent too. So, you, you you can get both if you want. You just want to do the story. Enough. You get you get what you need. <clears throat> Fair enough on that one. But you know, I'm I'm just really excited for you know titles like this, which put a lot of attention in, uh, uh, into detail. Which getting another one, which fans are really excited for, as long as it's done right. It looks like they're pulling from stuff from the first game. Bringing it into the new realm, showing you a lot of stuff. So it looks like they have the proper mi mixture there. We just have to see, uh, you know, we got to give it time to uh, cook. Yeah, gotta let it stew. Yes. Like a nice corned beef. Let it ruminate. Yes. Yeah. You know, so keep an eye out there for uh, Forbidden West coming from the Horizon series. 
And I tell you one thing that not a lot of people saw coming. That's this guy right here. Crash Bandicoot is back, and it's not a remastered. <laughs> Activision, <coughs> Activision revealed the Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. <laughs> oh, I'm mad. Um, yeah. I'm a real boy. <laughs> but we see all the crazy fun and shenanigans that we know from the Crash Bandicoot series also looking like they're taking a feather out of Ratchet and Clank's cap He's from still a very game. bizarrely shaped creature. <laughs> now this is the first edition to the series that we've seen since 2010 yeah and it's about time we'll release worldwide October 2nd for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Created uh, by Andy Gavin and Jason Rubin. Uh, from Naughty Dog, which everybody knows Naughty Dog. But that's where the the legend of Naughty Dog started. Right here with the Crash Bandicoot series. It looks uh, like I, a really good game. I love... Crash Bandicoot when it first came out, and I oh. I love the remaster when it came out. Oh my god, it, oh, it's uh, amazing! It is amazing, and it's looking like more Crash Bandicoot fun. And in the announcement trailer, it has Crash with that guy with you know, the little tiki head, and another animal like Crash in the announcement trailer. Uh, and it's like, here, how many times have you beat this guy? Three, really? Ah. Like, it has that tongue-in-cheek kind of humor that you got from him. Because Crash is not dumb. It's a very witty game. So that's why I really think that we need more games like this coming. Agreed. I love these these fun little wholesome games like this and Spyro. When the remasters mm -hmm. hit them, it's mm -hmm. awesome. Look, we need more next-gen graphics. Oh, yeah. We can get a lot more of these games that we remember looking like we imagined when we were a kid. You know, it's that kind of imagination. You don't have to imagine that anymore. That's what the game developers are for. Okay. Like this next story. This is exactly what game developers are for because a lot of fans have been clamoring for this. Not the uh, Verizon phone, but EA has finally announced that they are making a new skate game. We're back! We're doing it! Oh my god! I don't know how I feel about that. So, I tell you what you're not going to really feel good about. I don't think they actually show any of the like basic. Yeah, they don't show any they of the basic gameplay. But I was watching this when it happened live, um, and they showed some really like pre-alpha level kind of skate stuff. And I, they're not saying this is Skate Four, but it is a new skate game from the veteran skate franchise developers here, um, the Darren Chung and Chris Cuz Perry. And uh, okay. I imagine that's Chris Cusperry. He looks like a guy who has a quote-unquote name. That's my just my feel. But, I mean, Skate I was never okay. really into, but yeah. I had a lot of friends that were really into the Skate franchise over the Tony Hawk series. So I think we played them both. They were both rather entertaining. So. Yeah, and this is I a really good play for EA. 
And you know, competition always makes a better product in the end. Remember, you gotta make a game better, because I'll just buy the other one. You were gonna I, say? I, I enjoyed Tony Hawk. I was more of a Tony Hawk than skate person. Um, okay. I've only played the first one. It was okay at the time. Um, Tony Hawk all the way up to Thug 2, those, those were my games. Like, Tony Hawk 4 and 5, not great. But. Okay. Uh, well, we'll have to see if a new skate game war starts again with the advent of the new game consoles. Because, like well, I said, the physics, the lighting, graphics, load times, everything's going to be better with this new console gen. So it's going to be a lot. Uh, it's going to depend a lot on. Turn that down. It's going to depend a lot on what we are going to, you know, ultimately decide in the end. Because Skate and Tony Hawk, I imagine they're going to be having a long, uh, pretty but, much but the same... But I would same... like Strawberry Shortcake, too. Yeah. the I already turned the volume down. They can't oh. hear them. But I think it's going to depend on whether or not uh, which one of them is going to have a better gameplay in it. And, you know, the stuff that the Skate fans if, are... If you're really... So, we will. If you're really a skate fan or a a skateboard fan, you're probably going to buy them both. Honestly, yeah. As long as they're both within the same realm of Uh, quality, you're probably going to get them. Honestly, probably. But one game that I I probably will ultimately love once it is announced. But. I gotta find here. Here we are. Yeah. So, really nice keyboard again. A really nice keyboard. No, but I'm gonna <laughs> cue it up here. People think that this that I'm about to play from the EA Live Play right here is images from Dragon Age Four. The tree. The tree. Right here with the red vines, right there with the beating red vine heart. That is what they're referencing, okay? That little game, uh, little snippet there. In this, she is talking about the future of where they're going with their other developers that they're in partnership with. One being Bioware, which is what she's mentioning here. And they're trying to talk about the technology that they're going to be implementing in these great narrative stories that they're trying to create. Um, And a lot of fans are saying that this is the very first glimpse at the world of Dragon Age that we're looking at here. With the PS5 actual, uh, you know, game engine, I gotta say, if this is Dragon Age, a lot of my problems with, like, the old Dragon Ages, if you're putting that much uh, amount of detail into it, I'm game. Okay. So, So I have breaking news for you there, uh, Matt. Oh, yeah? What is the breaking news? Yeah, so... So, someone from the Tecmo Bowl Association would like to join the call. Okay, can you add them in there? Because I'm a half a world away. I know you are. Whoa, look at that guy's hair. Oh, yeah. He's... It's okay, he's Swedish. Okay. I guess that's... That's a fucking haircut. 
It is a Viking haircut, but that's the next story that I wanted I don't to think talk he's about been here. Doing a lot of looting and pillaging. This is Zoink Studios. It is a Swedish like developer, it. and they have a new game, Lost in Random, which they're going to show us here. The new game it really oh. has some oh. Tim Burton vibes. Okay, okay. I, they got little things that were in his office. If that's indicative, I'm already oh, yeah. bored. And here we see here, it's got some Tim Burton vibes to it, and the game revolves around Evan's quest to achieve randomness and uncertainty with your companion, Dicey, the Dice. Really? Yeah. Who's okay. uh, who is you a creature a looking? Dice. He's a creature looking die who will help Evan disrupt the control over the dark world together with friendship. And uh, it is in early development with no release date, but I saw this trailer and so I was like... So she saves the world with a weighted dice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with randomness. She saves yeah, the world randomness. Oh, okay. randomness. Yeah, no, Everybody that's why hi. the casino yeah. always lets you bring your own dice. <laughs> I mean, I'm really sold on this, man. You have, you know, a lot of randomness in the world, and if that, you're going to make that your... Well, let's hope it's not programmed randomly, and they put some thought into it. All right, I'll give you that much. I'll give you that much. But that one was another thing from the ePlay that I really found quite impressive. And the other one was this entertaining guy from Hazelight. This is uh, their third game from Hazelight. You know them from uh, A Way Out. The writer and director, Joseph Fares, debuted uh, this game. It's uh, a two-player co-op game, action-adventure game. He says it'll blow your fucking mind. And it will, okay. essentially, you control two dolls. And th it's about the main character uh, whose parents are divorcing, hence the two dolls. And then those two dolls go through these crazy-looking, you know, worlds... Kind of akin to like uh, you know uh, the old Green Army Man game, and you know maybe uh, what's that fucking uh, Honey and Shrunk uh, the Kids game? Oh, oh yeah, which one? Yeah, but that's it's that. kind of along the lines of that with the actual gameplay that we see in here, to where you see all right, mom, dad getting a divorce. Nothing new. Kid has to get over it. But instead of grief counseling, she creates two dolls uh, to go through a platform world. Co-op style. Well, okay. she's an amazing computer programmer because if one kid did that, <laughs> damn, girl! I don't really think it was a kid. Oh. Specifically. He's not her dad that no. programmed it? No. I was totally no. not She's a him. 2D animation, so. I should probably pay attention when you talk. That's kind of here or there. Unless um, I can make it funny. All right. Um, <laughs> but welcome, here we also see. Welcome, the Troy, gameplay. by the way. Hey, Troy. How are you? Um, here we also see the gameplay that came out from uh, Star Wars Squadron. That also came out of the E-Play. Uh, what up, Troy, indeed. That is the second Troy I know. Okay, we're going to have to think of a name a, to call him game. so I don't 
Not like I'm gonna remember his name. No, anyway. no. But we know yeah. Turbo. I'll know the other one. I'll know yeah. Turbo Troy. But yeah, Turbo Troy's in there. I'll Troy. try and stick it in the memory bank, but it's not. It's not gonna go in. Nate's, it's not gonna stick. It'll. I got you. You have to give me a reason to remember. <laughs> Otherwise, I got sorry, you, buddy. Just, but here we saw we see a little bit of them talking about the actual Squadron Forty Two. It's a hundred percent VR, and just from what they were talking about in this, I'm actually very excited to see what happens with that one. So the EA uh, event. Test, test. Can you hear me? By the way, sorry. It sounds like it was. Hey, 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 Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. And we can see you. Yes, we can see <laughs> you now. Someone as well. Can see well, you. we can see you. I don't know. We if can see else you, can but see you're not on the in the chat. Other screen. So, uh, ch- welcome, Troy. We were just talking about the EA ePlay event, where they just uh, announced a bunch of stuff there. Uh, Skate 4, Bat- Crash Bandicoot, a whole bunch of stuff has been announced. Uh, another thing that I did see in here was right here. Which one are we going to? Oh, for- Forgotten City. Did you have to buy a season pass to watch any of the content? No, I go over to the easy uh, game news people to where they do all the hard work for me. Um, I copy and paste the news. So here we see an award winning. This is a, a Writers Guild of America award winning Skyrim mod, which is getting a standalone release. Really? And just from this trailer, you see, you see a lot of the trailer. It looks a lot. It looks Skyrim. This gameplay looks similar. The modding community, except uh, a bit stepped up. My hat is off to you, modding community. And you guys are awesome. Award winning. This is people who saw Skyrim and said, "I can do better." Yeah, and they did. They won an award for it. That's impressive to say you're going to do better than Skyrim. All, all three hundred percent completion of of Skyrim, yeah, and you but still have seven hundred percent to go. Is it going to come out on punch cards? Yeah, yeah. Is it going to come out on Skyrim's punch- coming out on punch <laughs> cards, motherfucker? They got to get all the markets, fridges, punch cards, microwaves. They even have play Skyrim by letter right now. Yes, <laughs> still selecting. Email's been out there for years, but now they're going by letter, just to corner the market. <laughs> So, I really like this one because you know a lot of a lot of Skyrim. Shut up! Nobody cares about you. But <laughs> a lot of this, <laughs> except you know the people who produce. But it. <laughs> the indie game is actually being um, it's being developed by Modern Storyteller and published by Dear Villagers. And they describe it as a narrative-driven game. Might come as a surprise to some, uh, but Dota 2, Auto Chess, Daisy, these are all games that started off as mods and then went on to win the hearts of millions. So, especially with the modding community, man, you can't really, you know... When you put enough heart and soul into it, dig in about PC Master yeah. Race. So, absolutely, that that's why I added it because PC Master Race never ceases to amaze me. I mean, you know, if if this game came out on consoles, people would be absolutely, you know, behind it for months. They'd be following it, bitching. Why haven't I heard anything about Forgotten City? But because it's PC, 
it had to take the Writers Guild of America to give it an award for it to get a standalone release. You know, even Day Z, it had Dean Hall behind it, starting off the process and eventually leaving it, thinking, "All right, you're good." But all mods don't actually turn out well. But I'm really happy when they do, especially this one. Continued success, I hope for. Well, most mods, most mods start out as just like, like, let's see what I can do, you know. And then it just becomes, you know, a labor of love, and then they put more time into it, and then they actually see it going somewhere. And then for those well, that, the that actually do it, like, a good example of that is Portal. Like, that that was yes. a mod. Uh, like, yes, so, yes. But also, you have to look at DayZ. It started off as a mod for Arma 3, and people loved it. And then, once it got the standalone game, it wasn't as good as the mod for a yeah. very long time. <laughs> and then get, by the time that it even got somewhat remotely close to re, you know redeeming itself Gabe Newell said okay bye <laughs> or not Gabe Newell Dean I'm Hall out. I'm deucing. yeah See Dean ya. Hall was like same to me okay I'm going out for cigarettes take care of your mother and then he left <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> and that was it problem is mine came back <laughs> <laughs> so of course I think I'm in the right place <laughs> <laughs> you'll fit in nicely white Troy white yes. Troy yes white Troy we can't we can't we run can't with call that. him white Troy we can't do that no oh that's no. not that this is the wrong political climate for the <laughs> <laughs> but We'll think I, of a better name than that. Troy, you well, will no, no, find let, this. Well, uh, let's, let's just ask him what he likes to be called, and we can go from there. Um, <laughs> no one in my circles is Trojan or Troy GB Lane, so you can pick uh, one of the two. Um, but uh, Trojan's most popular. Trojan it is. So, Trojan, you will like... Oh, God, that sounds too much like a cop. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking. Hell, you know what? You want to look I really wish story? I left that anime condom story in. You want, I had some really good Pokemon condom jokes. If you want to go back and look that up, real so quick. essentially, <laughs> since I already opened Pandora's box, I'm a, it's like a, I'm a, a member of game I'm a fan member Pokemon. of an, uh, of Anime Nation. It's on Facebook, and somebody shared a link on there, which was Japan has uh, an anime focused on uh, sexual awareness to where they want more people to be aware of condoms. And so, all the characters look like people from the Pokemon TV show. Yes. So it's like Pokemon so mixed with Yu-Gi-Oh! wild out there. Like, you know, they, they got some really freaky shit out there, so... Yeah, it's Pokemon mixed with Yu-Gi-Oh! with condoms. So, it's a little weird, but... I mean, yeah, I can't. I, I, I'm sorry, I can't call you a Trojan. Just you, you just story... got a picture. It's like Charmander. I choose you. Well, Jim <laughs> Rome has a has a, a rule about Don't people self glossing. So if I'm in your circle, you can call me whatever you want. There you go. But <laughs> if we... it wasn't for the condom story, we'd be all for it. I would. Try, come on back next week. It's... We'll give it another try. We'll give it another try <laughs> next Without week. Without a condom story. It's just the anime condom story. Probably really, you. just kind of. Is mine. He had the ultimate condom, the 0.01 condom, and that was his condom of choice. Meanwhile, the Misty character had the ribbed condom, and his Brock character had the extra thick condom. Because yeah. that's the big boy condom. The so, <laughs> yeah. 
went from Geodude to Onyx. <laughs> dude. That escalated dude. quickly. <laughs> yes, it did. So we end off this podcast every week the same damn way with a thought experiment, I like to call. It's called What If? And kids, what if? What if you could replace any actor in a movie? The guarantee is that you would knock it out of the park, okay? But what actor and what movie would you choose? What role would you replace? My immediate thought is to go to the bad. So, of course, Fantastic Four. Any of them. Pick anybody. (laughs) I'll probably do a better job. Yeah, yeah. That's my first thought. Dragon Ball Z Evolution. Goku. I could have been a better goddamn Goku. Once again, those are softballs. Just to get the ball rolling. But, Katarina, you said you actually had yours as soon as I mentioned it. I did, and now I forgot what it was. Oh, okay, now I remember. Okay. In Matilda. The kid who ate the chocolate cake. Really struggled with it, and I think that I would have gone much harder than he did. So that's, <laughs> that's fair enough. Okay, that's fair enough. I feel like the fat kid in uh, Willy Wonka that got sucked into that tube. I he totally trying for it. He wasn't. I totally could have outbeat that. I think with my, especially with Boy Scouts and all that, with you know swimming safety and all that. I feel like I could have eaten all that chocolate yeah, milk and not fallen right. in. They just don't commit to the bit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Um, I would have to go either Gollum from Lord of the Rings because that's just <laughs> how me. And then <laughs> now, and then you or, now not not young you. You now is Gollum. That's what I want to see. Make that then, fucking happen. <laughs> or, <laughs> that's or, what I need like, for the voice. Like I. You know, I all have the racial done. inequality in America would end as soon as everybody saw old man as Gollum. You get like Elijah Wood, raise that motherfucker that just died. Get him in there too. Old man would he would solve world peace just as playing as Gollum. I may be overreaching a l- little bit. Little the, uh, bit. The, the other one is like from a voice perspective. I have I have the range to do a good Joker, like like a hybrid between. Uh, you know, like, like a Mark Hamill, Troy Baker esque Joker, I can okay. do it. Um, I have, I had to do it in the past. I can do it still. It's just, You're missing, it's hard on, it's hard on the voice. You're missing a softball. I've seen What's you do softball? it in the deli. I've seen you doing it in the deli of giant. Spongebob. Well, well, well that was Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> this can I no, old man, old man always used to do SpongeBob for the kids at the deli. So oh, oh yeah, well, did SpongeBob the SpongeBob. An easy one because all that yeah. is is that ah, yeah, 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 yeah. so that's all that is. It's not hard to do. <laughs> I said softball, not you know trigonometry. Aping <laughs> <laughs> me, uh, probability and statistics over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know? uh, I'm gonna add any English dub anime because okay. their voices are ridiculous. Yes. Yes. Wholeheartedly. You could actually go with the translation for the subtitles that they go. Even if you went with just those subtitles and anybody else, I would go with that 100%. Because there's not... All right, it, so... 
You start Troy. meddling with it. Mm. So now you now you hear our thought experiment. What would you do? Uh, I would take over the role of Emperor Palpatine. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Hey. Wow. Use That's my knowledge, hole. I beg you. <laughs> Although... Look, yeah, I, that's pulling back some Star Wars knobs that I saw. Game Rant published an article today saying that the only Jedi that could have thwarted Palpatine was Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon's my man. Absolutely. Well, He's Liam the only Neeson's one that could have killable, apparently, unless you're um, a guy who played Darth Maul. Uh, Ray Park. Thank you. Supercomputer, to the rescue. <laughs> 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 But he was voiced by a different character, like a different actor. Yes, so. for Clone yeah, there's Wars. a different yes. actor who did the animation. Well, did But Ray Park still, still did. He he still did the like the motion capture for Dark Maul. Like, motion capture yeah. for Dark okay. Maul. Yeah, I would redo the uh, Daredevil. Ha! <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> the movie with okay. uh, what's his name? Ben Not Affleck. Ben Affleck. Friend, ben Affleck. Yeah, you would like, redo Bear come on. Daredevil. All right, I think I can do better than that. Now, would your version? I can't do any better writing. Hold than on, that, but hold on. Yeah. We have right, to clarify. Would your version? Would your version be you as a very good lawyer and ignoring your ninja responsibilities? No, 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 probably not. No. <laughs> and he's keeping on his shirt. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you're keeping the fucking mask on. The mask on all the time. So I mean, yeah, even when right. I'm in the courtroom. That's right. Okay, that's a good pull. But I'm actually gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go way back in the wayback machine. I'm gonna say original Star Trek Captain Kirk. Hundred percent. Someone on the wing. Better. Are you talking about Shatner or Pike? The TV series. Shatner. The TV series. Shatner TV series, man. <laughs> all of them. I could do the whole series. I'm telling you that. In our thought experiment, goes extremely well in my mind. Let me see you fake getting hit by blasters. You're shipping, you know. Let's see. <gasps> they call it being shattered for a reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a different shat in mind. Detroit, welcome but to the club. They had, they had a game <laughs> when the, the PlayStation couldn't uh, leave if I wanted to. Thing first came out. They had a game where you could film all the parts and replace yourself with another actor. Oh my god. What was the name of that? that? I can't remember. Do you remember that old man? Was, what was that? It was like one of those things they did at uh, E3. It was you like where you could yourself. They replace yourself with as the actor. Oh, I guess kind of like a hip jab thing. Yeah, kind of like deep fake for PlayStation 2. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into that. I don't remember anything like that. Hmm. So... <clears throat> that is an interesting thought experiment. Of course, I'm going with William Shatner. He's going with the Ben Affleck Daredevil. And, of course, uh, Old Man's siding with the Gollum. And Troy, I gotta say, I think Troy really won. Yes, he does have the best. He really won with Emperor Palpatine. He really <laughs> kind of stole well, it. I got first-timers luck here. <laughs> it happens no, every once in a while. Die. <laughs> it happens every once in a while, but... 
Also, what happens is the end of this show, and we want you to hop on over here to pjnwh.com to where you can find the very best moment from this podcast, as well as all of our podcasts right down here. Like, we want to thank Troy Pinkerton. We want to thank Alice Davis for liking yesterday's Lug Nuts podcast, Drippy Ice Cream Corner Lights, as well as Frank Percy and Loretta Harris for liking last week's Triforce podcast, Discless PlayStation Taco. And, uh, of course, the funny title for this one, as well as many others, will be joining us here on PJWH. Of course, if you think you want to join the podcast, like white-ish, maybe not white-ish, Troy, um, <laughs> we're probably not going to go with that one. We're going to think of something better. We're going to think of something We're going to think of something non-condom related, and we're going to go with that. Yes. And if you have an idea for Troy's nickname, put it on here in the Contact Us page on PJNWH.com. Leave us your name, your email, and your message. Find us on all social media handles on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And as always, this is, as always, a long, drawn-out goodbye. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matman. To my left is our hero of time, Link Diablo. Stephen Bucarell, big brother. Christopher Bristow, the old man, Catalina Thermoscara, Catco Google, and nickname pending, Frank. <laughs> Frank. I like Frank. Nickname pending, Frank? That's not good? We'll just call him... We'll, we'll just call him Troy for now. But... Troy. I tried. As always, we love you. Troy we miss G, you. That's fine. <laughs> we want to see you nope. next week. <laughs> Game on, boys and girls! Bye-bye! Hey. Like to be his dentist, <laughs> and Those his bills have got to be great. <laughs> One kid did that. Damn, girl! Just play Techno Super Bowl with these guys with the updated roster. There you go. You'll have fun. We're having fun. Gotham nuts. I'm sorry, Gotham Knights. Yeah. Well, look at that guy's hair. Oh Holy yeah, crap. he's crap. It's okay. He's Swedish. Pizza. <laughs> As always, three, two, one, let's jam. I wanted to make sure not to uh, throw my my weight in there before I knew what the hell was going on. <laughs> what are we try to do, man? Just try to show, hit man. the ground running, and if you no, trip, just try and roll. It's just a conversation, man. A bunch of nerds getting together for a conversation on Mondays, and that was kind of my plan for this whole podcast. Is because everybody has an opinion on the news, and that's kind of what I try to draw that, from. Is that a thing? Or is no, this is my thing. You okay. can get another thing. This is this is the news. <laughs> When he lifts it up, it says douche. American. Oh my god, you guys are wearing the same shirt! That's so cute. <laughs> we didn't do it on purpose. It's we a, really didn't, man. I wore this shirt. This I put really this on before him. I put this on before... One of us is going to have to change. <laughs> Please Honestly, don't. I mean, Please don't change. No, 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 no. People can't goals. think that we're like a fucking cult or something. It's bad You're enough we both have bald heads. Parents do that to their kids all the time. Look, I'm sorry. It's bad enough we have bald heads. We can't both have on the same shirt. They're going to think it's a fucking cult or something. I'm thinking about the Waljanger family. I think the Waljanger family would enjoy it. <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> uh, Holy smokes. 
Well, <laughs> and, you joined in halfway through, so like, you know, I'm glad you were able to join, and you're more than welcome, absolutely. you know, to join any time. We do this Mondays around 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye. <laughs>